Hello everyone, my name is Andy Spiteri, and I'm the host of the ZeldaCast, and the Omega Metroid Podcast, and Virtual Theater. As you can tell, I really love podcasting. After almost six years of the ZeldaCast, five years of Virtual Theater, and four years of the Omega Metroid Podcast, I swore that I would never make another podcast, but here I am today, excited to announce not one, not two, but three extra bonus shows that you can get each month on my newly reimagined Patreon channel, available at patreon.com forward slash spnet. You'll have your choice of bonus shows, depending on which tiers you choose to sign up for. Each podcast has its own monthly bonus show. The ZeldaCast will have the ZeldaCast Top 10s, where we can have some fun and give out a classic ranking on different topics each month with a different guest. Omega Metroid will continue with the Great Metroid Area Ranking, where we are ranking every single area in the Metroid series. And Virtual Theater will debut the Spiteri's Review, a show where my wife and I will give some thoughts on movies or shows old and new. There's also an ultimate tier that will get you access to all of these bonus shows if you really want to take your Spiteri podcasting to the next level. If that isn't enough, all shows feature a level of interactivity where patrons can weigh in and vote on which topics, shows, and areas we discuss next. Membership starts at as little as $1 a month, so I'm hoping you'll check out all the great bonus content that's going to be coming your way on patreon.com forward slash spnet. Whatever your bonus show of choice, I want to thank you for listening, and I hope to be able to see you over at patreon.com forward slash spnet. website uh one dollar is 10 meals for a hungry kid we're gonna we're, we're gonna eat some wings ironically to end hunger so uh <laughs> so here we go um we got uh we got a whole slew of fan q a questions that uh, that you guys graciously gave us and we are going to attempt to answer these questions as best we can uh while eating these hot wings now i have to, I have to admit i've never seen an episode of hot wings we stole their gimmick yeah. You're a little bit more familiar. What should we expect today? I've watched one whole episode of Hot Ones. <laughs> what did I... Did I say Hot Wings? Hot, same, oh, boy. Same concept, right? Okay. Um, but <laughs> we didn't test these, by the way. We kind of wanted to be surprised by yeah. the spicy level. Usually they go from, like, least spicy to the most spicy. And also, we don't have the lineup from Hot Ones. We went to get our own lineup, the, the Zelda cast lineup, if That's you will. Right. 
So we're gonna like be surprised by the spiciness level of these. And yeah, we, we just picked the ones with the coolest labels. Yeah, they had cool labels or cool names, like yes. funny names. <laughs> and then yeah, we're gonna try and answer questions while we're eating the hot wings. So I, I feel like this is either gonna be awesome or it's gonna be a, a complete catastrophe and there's not gonna be much middle ground <laughs> there's here. There's so in between. <laughs> we, uh, we have a time limit. And we are we have a lot of wings and we have a lot of questions, Al, so I'm wondering if we should just get right to it. Yes. I you know what? I wanted I, I have a feeling this is gonna be like the least spicy. Seems a little bit basic, so I feel like we should start with this one. This okay. guy right here. Sure, sure. Should we should we show it to the camera? That's right. So this is uh, you you a Tabasco, it's green pepper sauce. So okay. I'm excited. Um so while we're while Al's opening that and maybe dabbing some on this plate here, uh, I just want to remind everybody that uh, if you're listening to this in podcast form the day after that we're recording this live, first of all, um, you can go check out the VOD over on Zelda Dungeons Twitch, and it'll eventually be up on YouTube, and this is an episode I recommend you check the video out for. Uh, but second of all, more importantly, the Zelda Dungeon Marathon will still be going on, so you have lots and lots and lots of time to get over and and donate. It's all for a great cause. we got lots of different stuff going on, lots of different games to look forward mm -hmm. to. In fact, you and I are going to be playing Skyward Sword yeah, later tonight. Yeah, this is like the first time we get to play Skyward Sword together. Yeah. I'm excited about that too. So this is good. Okay, let's do this. All right. So green. Here, I'll get you a wing. Green Tabasco. All right. <laughs> I think I'm going to put it directly onto my onto my chicken. All right, okay. That seems like a good idea. Yeah. How much, How heavy should we go here? I mean... This is good. This isn't... These, the, I don't think this one's too bad, so I think we'll... Okay. Okay, um, so the first question is from our illustrious pal, Kat, who's sitting just to my right here. How long until Andy taps out? I'll never tap out. I'll be dead before I tap out. <laughs> and I, I might be dead, so we'll see. Um, and if you had to make an Avengers team out of Zelda characters, who do you pick? Why do you pick? Okay. Okay, here we go. Oh, that's so tame. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. Who's your Avengers team? I mean, Link is the guy, right? Mm -hmm. Gotta be Link. He's gonna be like the <laughs> the Hawkman, Hawkeye. Okay. Um, Iron guy is gonna be um. He's gonna, Iron guy. He's gonna be Minoru in her in her sweet suit. Mm hmm Um. So that's that's two. Who else do we got? Captain. Who's like Captain Hyrule? Captain Hyrule. Who's like the Golden Boy? I don't that could just be Link. That again. could be Link again. <laughs> That'll be Toon Link. Um, the Hulk, he can be, uh, he can be Daruk. Dar yeah, Daruk or yeah. I was thinking Darunia too would be mm -hmm. a good one. Um, and Thor can be, uh, I don't know. Riju. Sure. She's got some lightning powers. You know, I just had a thought though. Uh, Sheik could be our Black Widow. Okay, yeah. That, yeah. There it is. That's our That's, that's our, our Avengers roster. roster right there. Um, okay, this is a, a great question. From um, Benedict Bumberbatch. Wow, and, what a uh, name. Yeah, a great name. Um, do you guys have an early idea of where Tears of the Kingdom sits among your top Zelda games? If not, do you have an idea, or if you prefer it, Breath of the Wild or not? Um, so, Al, What's the we're, kind of, we're kind of talking about this. Uh, the, uh, very early impressions of where... Tears of the Kingdom might sit on your top Zelda games. Oh, yeah. So... <sighs> I think I need to sit with the game a little bit longer because it just came out and there's some recency bias like there. So I know that Breath of the Wild is no longer like in my top three, but I don't think that tears necessarily replace no. it. I, I would say it's still in my top five for now. 
Yeah, yeah, you know what? I think that I think that um, Tears and Breath of the Wild almost almost take away from each other a little bit. Where both of them <laughs> both of them are incredible, but you know, the, each one makes the other one a little bit less. If that makes sense mm-hmm. to me. So I need some time to sit with uh, with Tears, and I think that the DLC will be kind of a, an indication of, of oh, you know, yeah. where we're going to go with that too. But um, I'm really curious to see because we usually do the the best Zelda ever list every year. So I'm really curious to see how overall the list changes. Yeah. Okay. So the next we've got the. I'm gonna shake that first. The original Hooters hot sauce. So we're gonna we're gonna give this a go. I would say that the Tabasco was not bad at all. In fact, I actually kind of liked it. It was kind of good actually. And yeah. you were saying that you didn't like green. I usually don't like green sauce. I insisted on green. You did. Yeah. Um, Hooters, okay. Hooters hot sauce. Hooters hot sauce. Uh, this is a, a great question from Majora Master. And, and by the way, uh, if it wasn't if it wasn't clear, there's going to be some Tears of the Kingdom spoilers in this episode. So, you know, just FYI. Um, this is from Majora Master. Which of the sages has been your favorite so far, both character and ability wise? That's a good question. That's a good question. Okay. All right. Mm, that's not spicy at all. <laughs> that's not too bad. That's not too bad. I, I have a feeling we have the same answer, though. Mine, um, mine is Tulin. Okay. You know, I think if we're answering ability-wise, it's definitely Tulin. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it I think it might be Riju for me if it's, uh, like, who's your, just your favorite, your favorite character. Yeah, favorite character. But if it's, like, Sage, like, character, oh, I guess the question is character and ability. So, like, I like Riju a lot. Yeah. And, but Tulin is like, I got to a point at the end of the game where the only sage I had was Tulin. Right. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of Minoru, but but I, I think ga- gameplay-wise, she gets in the way a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit clunky. Mm-hmm. And I think like once you're, mm-hmm. once you've kind of explored the depths uh, and you don't need to ride her to get over gloom, a little bit, you know, yeah. you're okay to turn her off. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Pass me this lids so we can keep our station oh, right. clean here. Yeah, okay. Um, this is another question from um, from our pal Bumberbatch. Um, curious about another thing, too. Maybe specifically just for Andy, unless Al feels this way as well. I saw the tweet about how the story of Tears of the Kingdom was undone by the ending. I won't go into spoilers here, but could you all go into more detail as to why you feel this way? So I feel like this needs a new hot sauce. This, yes. This is a, a loaded question. Um... Ooh, do we want to like see if we can get something spicy? Like, yeah, let's go for the Black Panther over there. Okay, this is Black Panther. Um, this this is our spiciest one so far. So it's a spicy question. Gets a spicy sauce. Okay, hopefully. Hopefully. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> okay. It comes out really fast. Okay. This is fine. Here, this I'll try fine. to get it a little bit more so we're even. All okay. right, ready? Yeah. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> so this is fine. <laughs> this is why I brought this ginormous pitcher of milk. This is actually really tasty though, but it's spicy. It's not too bad. Okay, I say that now, but I'm <laughs> dying. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit much. <sighs> um, I think. The ending was just a bit cheap. 
you know, and, and I and I don't like saying that, but like, because I feel like individually it has like a lot of of great moments. As I'm crying, there's <laughs> a lot of great moments, but like the the ending just kind of felt like too neat, too tidy. If if there was maybe a little bit more permanence, yeah, that might have been uh, a little bit better in my eyes. And, and I think that the format of Tears of the Kingdom story as well just it, it just it leaves something to be desired for me because it's like. It was so copy and paste from Breath of the Wild, except almost in like a, I don't want to say a worse way, but like when you find the memories in Breath of the Wild, they, they're, this is a, it's a bad thing about Breath of the Wild, but like they, they're just a character moments. They don't really tell a story, but when you find the story in Tears of the Kingdom, it's, it's, you know, you find them like you find memories. So like, it's all over the place. You get them in any specific order that you want. Right. They're all over the place. Um, so I, I think that the format Left a little to be desired. The ending felt a little bit, you know, cheap. I I, I I hate to keep using that word, but yeah, that's that's where I, I think the only thing that makes it okay for me is because, and like obviously we're not going into spoilers here, but yes, it's a little bit undone, but it's okay for me because it comes full circle. Like the ending comes full circle from the beginning, and I think that's what makes it okay for me because it just told a story. And I, I'm sure we'll talk about this when we actually finally do our super full story spoiler cast. Right. But um, I just, I really like that it had a beginning and it had an end, but it's like, I don't know how to keep explaining it, but a circle. So I think that's what made it okay for me. Thank you. I, I'm getting a napkin to make sure none of this defiles any of my other ways. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> okay. Um, this is from Corey Richmond, who uh, couldn't be here this year. But we, I miss well, Corey. Most people miss you. I don't miss you, Corey. Um, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> he asks, what is each of your favorite brand new enemies added to Tears of the Kingdom? So I'm going to assume Corey means brand new, like for, for Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Um, I would say, I don't know, maybe. I would say uh, Gleok. Probably Gleok. Yeah. Probably Gleok. I was thinking more like, like regular enemies, in which case I'd probably say Gibdos. Okay. Because I think they look awesome. They do look awesome. Um, but definitely Gliok. Gliok is sweet, and I and I kind of dig the, like the big constructs as well, like the like the construct threes. Oh, the the flux construct. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really like the Gliok's. I thought they were fun, um, like a new thing to fight and like new tricks to fight versus like you got used to your Lionels, your Taluses. Right. Um, Foxes were okay. I just thought they were kind of a mix of a Talus and Hinox. Um, but I really like Gliok's, and then I mean, if you want to go like. Big. I really like having Ganondorf in the game. He was really fun to fight. Really yeah, fun enemy. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'd say he's like an enemy. And I mean, he's an enemy, but, but not. You know. He's, Wait, you want he's to do another one of enemy. these right after that one? Maybe we should do. We should. We should go back to the uh, something tamer. I think Adriel said Tiger Sauce is a little more mild. Let the record show that Allison suggested that for her own benefit. Yeah, not your benefit. That's right. <laughs> um, this is from Chiritu, who I believe is down in his basement. Maybe he's not anymore. Um, what is the cheesiest way you've completed a shrine? I don't think I've really cheesed anything yet because I wanted to do I wanted to do the dungeons and the shrines without cheesing my first playthrough and I haven't done a second playthrough yet. Because like when it came to Breath of the Wild, the replayability, I would cheese a lot of stuff because I'm like, okay, I want to just get through this quickly so that I can get to my main task. Right. But when it came to playing Tears the first time, I didn't want to cheese it yet. So I didn't, I don't think I did anything too cheesy. I, you know, I, I feel kind of bad for saying something similar, but like if, if I cheese it, I didn't realize that I did. Mm -hmm. um, 
and and I don't think I really did anything like completely. You know, when you do a shrine, you're just like, oh, I, that was not how I was supposed to do it. I don't think I had anything like that, or at least not anything like outrageously like that. You know, right? Or you're like, <laughs> oh, my sister Tyler's in the chat. She says, "Don't touch your eyes." Too late. <laughs> oh no, this is nice. This is nice. That's what I said. Yeah. Um. Ooh, I like that. I think I want to take that home. That's, that's really good. good. Yeah. Uh, okay, this is from Mew D Dean. Um, is there a new ability that is so useful to you in puzzles or exploration? It would be hard to play Breath of the Wild again with the absence of that ability. You know what? To take that a step further, I I think it would be hard to play Breath of the Wild again, just in general. In general. Yeah, because um, like we're talking abilities, but I mean like the depths the sky, the caves, like those are extra things that Tears of the Kingdom added that I think really, you know, kind of like we were talking about earlier, um, I, I think they take away from Breath of the Wild, mm -hmm. like make me not want to, not like not want to play it again, but like because everything is so similar in Tears of the Kingdom, that, that makes me kind of not love Tears of the Kingdom as much because it, it's, it's this weird... It's this weird thing, and maybe it's fitting because there's those two dragon heads that are eating each other on the logo. Like, mm -hmm. it, it, it's weird. Yeah, um, I definitely think that um, like Ultra Hand itself, where you can pick up a lot more stuff other than just metal versus Breath of the Wild. But the being able to fuse stuff is like made some things like a lot. I would say easier, especially exploration, because in Breath of the Wild, pretty much all you had was like climbing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And whereas I figured out how to make a hover bike pretty early on, and I used that for exploring almost everywhere. So I, I feel like it would be hard to go back to um, right. to Breath of the Wild after <laughs> having a hover bike. <laughs> um, I think, you know, you remember when we saw the trailer and I was making fun of Ascend? Mm -hmm. And I've apologized to Ascend a couple different times now, but I'm going to do it again. Because I do think that that's like an awesome ability to have. Yeah, especially, again, when in Breath of the Wild, all you had was climbing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to call an audible here. We got a question in the chat from Bryce, uh, and he asks, what is your favorite dungeon in Tears of the Kingdom? And we kind of had a little debate about this yesterday on the couch. And uh, I'm going to throw out for everybody's consideration the Fire Temple. I thought it was the closest to a traditional Zelda dungeon in that, yes, you can still go any way you want, and, and it is kind of Divine Beast-ish, right? But, like... I think that what the temple intends for you to do is follow the minecart path up, get the switches in, in their, you know, assumed order. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I felt very satisfied when I got right to the top, built that ginormous bridge that was, like, this long, and, and dropped down. And I was like, aha, that's the last switch. <laughs> like, yes. So, I uh, the fire temple for me. I would say uh, lightning. I like the puzzles in lightning, and I like, it felt like a callback to Ocarina of Time Spirit Temple for me. Um... But, I, I mean, I think the boss fight is really cool, but, like, it's not my favorite. And I, I just wish, I kind of wish Wind Temple was a little bit better because, overall, it would have been my favorite with Colgara. Yeah, you know, I I saw some people saying that the Wind Temple, and, and to a lesser extent, I think the uh, the Lightning Temple are, like, divine beasts in, in their, you know, the what you have to do inside them. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I don't necessarily think that's wrong, but at the same time, I think the atmosphere... Of those two temples specifically is is like so much better than a divine beast and uh, yeah. really like really adds to it. So I, I do think it's it's you know a step above. Yeah, 
All right, I got our next hot sauce. This is Swamp Dragon. This is a little boozy. It says this is tequila sauce. I picked this because I like tequila. Yes. So I'm Luca. expecting good things. I I don't know. I don't know if you should expect good things from tequila. <laughs> uh, yeah, fair. Okay. Um, our next question is from B Dog. What elements do you think Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom are lacking, making Ooh, some people it. feel? Like they are not good or classic enough. Oh my god! <laughs> Come on out, baby. Let's go. Okay. I don't. I didn't even hear the question. I could just smell the hot sauce. Let's just do it right first, and then get to the question. Oh, that is foul. Oh. It doesn't taste good. Oh man. I don't think it's spicy. It just doesn't taste good. No, it tastes horrible. <laughs> I have another napkin cap. Would you Would you mind? <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I need another one too. It's not spicy. It doesn't even taste boozy. No. You know what that is? That's like when you when you're at the club and you get. I want more of this. this a shot of tequila, and they have the worst tequila you've ever seen there. But yeah. It's still like ten bucks because you're at the club. Uh huh. All right. Um, what was the question again? What elements are Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom? Lacking. We had some alert hot sauce. Yes. Yeah. That would be awesome. Um, I, I think structure is the answer, is what Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild are lacking. Whereas, like, Nintendo is, is so committed to this open world idea and just saying, like, you can do anything, anytime you want. Um, that I think it, 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 like, it's too much. There's, there's very little structure and direction and... And I think that shows, particularly with the story. Um, and I wish that, like, like I don't think that there would be anything wrong if the game, like, if you started Tears of the Kingdom and your first and only main quest was, like, you got to go to Rito Village mm -hmm. and you got to figure out what's going on there. And once you did that, I don't think that there's anything wrong with saying, like, okay, now you have to do Zora. And then, you know what I mean? Like, just a, a little bit of structure, like, moving from one point to the next to the next. And I think if you did that, you, you would be able to tell... A better story and a good example of that is once you beat those temples you see the same cutscene like four times yeah and, and and i think that there's a way that you can do that um with, with more structure and still be true to the open world mm -hmm. idea so that, that that's my answer i i agree i know we talk about um linearity is like something we wanted to get away from in zelda especially post skyward sword a lot of the complaints about skyward sword is it's too linear kind of holds your hand a bit and I get that feeling. I love I love playing open world games, but I played open world games where the story structure still has a linearity and it makes sense as as you go. And I mm -hmm. not to say that the stories in Breath of the Wild and Tears don't make sense as you go. It's just it kind of takes away from your immersion in the story when it's all out of order. Right. Yeah. Um, we've got a couple donations. I'm gonna maybe pass this off to to you, Cat, if you don't mind pulling those up, and I'll read them off in just a quick sec. Um, but in the meantime, while we're waiting. Let's uh, let's continue. Let's get ourselves. You want to get that one now? <laughs> yeah, we need to get this tequila sauce out of here because that was gross. <laughs> oh, I need to unlock my phone. Okay. Um, yeah. So next question comes from Raven Propaganda. What is your funniest experience from playing Tears of the Kingdom? Al, do you got anything? Um, I can't think of like the only thing I could think of is when I finally touched down on the surface and I was right next to a build station and I was like, yes, I get to make my first build. Oh, no. <laughs> that's going to be a hot one. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. By the way, for anyone that's listening and watching, this is called The Real Thing. It's the closest thing to the bomb, I'm sure. Oh, no. 
<laughs> True red scotch bonnet. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, you're gonna die. Um. Anyways, I built I built my first car, and I was so excited, and so I got, hopped on my car, and I didn't have a control stick, so I was riding my car, and I was like, yes, I yeah. did my first build. I hit a deer with my first <laughs> car. <laughs> so that would be the funniest thing I ever did. Not ever, but like that I remember. Um. So I had. Uh, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Just together. Yeah. Mmm. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. What, I was worried got? about what it. Here? Um, bonnet peppers. Yeah, but that's not too bad. That one's sweet. Yeah. I feel like I've been gypped. A little bit, yeah. I've been gypped. <laughs> um, I was waiting for it to be hot. <laughs> so I got I got the diving gear in, in Tears of the Kingdom, like the like the the, the, the gliding sewer. Mm -hmm. And I was going through one of those holes to, that takes you to the depths. Mm -hmm. I had the suit on. And I was like, yeah, I feel so cool. I'm, I'm diving. I'm like holding down, like, you know, the Skyward Sword Diver, just like shh, going straight down. And I was like, this is so cool. And, and the depths was dark, and this is early on. And I didn't realize how close to the ground I was because I was like, boom, and smashed and oh, killed myself. Yeah, and killed myself. So uh, it was funny in that it was like, it could have been avoided, uh, definitely. Yeah. I'm, I feel disappointed by this one because I thought the naming would mean it was close to the bomb and mm. I thought we were going to die. But maybe there's another one that's the real thing and this one is a yellow scotch bonnet. So I don't know. Maybe this isn't as, as exciting as I thought. But we got a couple more hot sauces up here. So we'll, we'll, we'll have to recycle as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, this is from Ocarina Holder 52. What is your favorite Tears of the Kingdom merch that has been released so far? Uh, for example, Pro Controller, Collector's Edition, uh, Amiibo, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I haven't been overly impressed with uh, all the other stuff that was released with Tears of the Kingdom. Mm -hmm. um, but I, maybe, you know what? Maybe I'll say the, the new Zelda amiibo um, looks looks pretty slick. Of her yes. in like the, oh, the yes. ancient gear. Yeah, that, that, that looks, looks pretty good. cool. Um, so maybe that, but yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know. I, I kind of want like a puzzle or like a comic or something. Yeah, I really, um, I was excited to get the guidebook, but it was, uh, it, it was all right. Like it was a guidebook. Um, and then um, when the collector's edition was coming out, um, that's our next one. I, you want to know something that, that this one, I don't know about you, but it's creeping. Like it's coming up later. A little. Yeah, a little. <laughs> um... So I, well, I, I was excited about the guidebook, got it, and I thought it was okay. And then the collector's edition that came out, I I kind of want, I was kind of feeling like I wanted to get that because of like FOMO, but not really because I wanted it. Right. So I didn't wind up getting it. But I think if I had to choose something that I'll get in the future is the Zelda OLED Switch. Why'd you do that? Do what? <laughs> douse make the wing and hot sauce. Oh, that's not douse. <laughs> Just a little. Um... Yeah. Okay. So this is from uh, this is from Quigs, and this is a great question that we're we're probably gonna elaborate on in a, in an entire episode pretty soon. Yeah. Um, what is your predictions for the Tears of the Kingdom DLC? So first of all, Bon Appetit. Okay. Hmm. That's fine. It's okay. Um. So, I don't know. I don't know what to expect from the DLC. I know some of us were kind of dabbling with the idea that maybe we get some more answers about the dragons. I think I think that's it. I think that the DLC 
is going to be maybe something in the past. Maybe they're going to bring back like your your Nehru and your your Din mm-hmm. and your Pharaoh, and you're going to see them maybe do something similar where they uh, where they what do they call it draconify themselves, mm-hmm. and and that's how you get Nadra and Farosh and mm-hmm. uh, Dinral. I think that could be pretty cool and introduce some some new characters and and make like a. I don't know. I think like the dragons are such like a, a cool, mysterious part of Tears of the Kingdom. It would be nice to learn a little bit more about them. I agree. So that would be it. I think that would be a pretty cool uh, DLC, especially. And then we're going into spoilers here. So if anybody you know doesn't want any spoilers about Tears, leave now. Forever hold your peace. You're good. Okay. Um, I think because Zelda had that experience, she may be curious and want to, would want to research it. So I could see us starting off with Zelda being like, I want to kind of research this thing that happened to me. Yeah. And where did the other ones come from? And, and I think that they could retroactively make that ending that we were complaining about earlier like, mm-hmm. a little bit better, too, if they, if they decided to do that. Yeah. I'm going to switch plates here. Um, I'm going to keep my plate. Mine's a bit messy. Okay. Uh, this is a dual question that we got from Quigs and from B Dog, which new character is your favorite? Which new character is your least favorite? Allison, what do you think? Um, which new character is my favorite? New character? That's hard. I mean, there's not a lot of new ones. There's a lot of reoccurring characters. So uh, that's true. That's I really, true. You know what? I really like Yona, despite like what the the what. What the internet she, says. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's, like, insanely sweet, and, like, I'm like, super excited about... <laughs> I'm super excited about her and uh, Sidon's future together. Right. And so I think she would be my favorite. And then least favorite? That's hard, because, like, there's not a lot of... I have an answer. Okay, okay. You, you go and I'll think about it. Uh, I think my least favorite is Sonya. I, I got a wing. What are you doing there? Oh, my bad. Yeah, you, you take that wing. loading you up. Uh, my, my least favorite is Sonya. And I think it's because like there's there's just like nothing to her. It's like she was a a, a very uh, like one dimensional character, and and I got the I got the scenes out of order as well. So like I saw that that scene, and anyone that's seen it probably you know knows what I'm talking about. Um, so I got that scene, and. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just I thought they could have done more, and maybe it, it's I'm probably a victim of my own expectations because I thought she looked so cool in the uh, in the trailer. I, I was like really excited to learn you know more about this character, and uh, unfortunately you didn't really get to. Um, so yeah, I, I think Sonia, and and ironically, I think Raru is probably my favorite. New I was character. just thinking about Raru um, while you were talking, and I was like, no, Raru is pretty cool. I really like Raru, and I like his voice. Um, his voice acting was really great, in my opinion. What, I what is this? This is another the real thing, but the it's real with, thing. But it's with a yellow Scotch bonnet. Oh, this will be fine. All right, let's go. We'll see. Mm, it's got a little more bite than the red one, I think. Little, yeah. <laughs> mhm. That let the red one like lingered, like it came later. Oh yeah, a little. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> um, let's continue, shall we? Uh, Swanee. There's a dual. Uh, you know what? We should we should also read a couple of donations here. We got um, twenty dollars from our pal Amanda from Zelda Universe. Amazing work to everyone at Zelda Dungeon team. Love from Amanda Zelda Universe. Thank you so much. 
and uh, 18 bucks from our pal Sonic Tonic. Um, I really appreciate all you guys for contributing to this to do this great event each year. Um, I am, I'm so happy seeing the returning faces as well as new ones too. Rooting for Andy and Kieran at Skyward Sword HD. Take that. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, lots of love. Good luck. Nice. Uh, thank you, Aaron, thank for that. You. Uh, we appreciate that. Um, yeah. So so this is from oh, from Swanee. After Tears of the Kingdom improved on Breath of the Wild so much, is there any reason to replay Breath of the Wild? We did, we touched on that a little bit. In our I, last episode. Yeah, yeah, you know, there probably is. There, there probably is. Um, but I think that you have to meet a certain set of requirements if you, at least for me, um, if, if you're like a big fan of the story of Breath of the Wild, then yeah, there probably is. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, maybe, <laughs> if you like the music, I guess I was going to say if you like the music, but you could just listen to the music. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good question. It's a, it's a tough question. Yeah. I don't know that I will. And and I guess, like, because I, I think that we talked about last week, like, the shrines and abilities, like, the, the new abilities in Tears of the Kingdom are, like, almost, like, the, the ruins from Breath of the Wild, like, upgraded in a way. So, like, unless you like the ruins better, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of feel like... I kind of feel like I don't have a lot of reason to go back to Breath of the Wild because, as we were talking about with abilities earlier, like, I'd feel like I'd be missing out on some of the abilities. Um, and I wouldn't, and, like, being, having bombs be part of your, uh, <laughs> your chic slate. Um, I'd rather have bomb flowers, you know. Yeah, although, like, those are, um, unlimited bombs, so that's kind of nice. It's just there's a timer on them. Um... And then with the story, like, I like... Maybe it's because I played Breath of the Wild so much. Like, I have about 800 hours in Breath of the Wild that I don't really see the need to go back to it after Tears of the Kingdom came out. And I think I might have expected that, to be honest, with the new Zelda game. So, I can see myself playing it for the marathon in the future, but not, like, one day being like, oh, I really want to play Breath of the Wild. Instead, I would probably be saying, oh, I'd probably play Tears of the Kingdom instead. You know why I'd play Breath of the Wild? Monk Maz Kashia. That takes so long to get to. One of though. the greatest boss fights in this Zelda series. So it takes so long to get there. Um, okay, let's let's go on. Uh, actually, a follow-up question here from Swanee. Well, Tears of the Kingdom win Game of the Year. Um, so obviously that's very very subjective. But I think what we can do is look at maybe some other heavy hitters that are coming out this year. Yeah. And take a look at that. And I'm gonna say no. I don't think it's going to win a game of the year from like a, a place like a Game Awards or like a like an IGN or something like that. Really? I, I don't. Think Breath of the Wild did. And I think that's why. Oh. I think I think because it's so similar, and and, and like it is, it's very similar. I, I think that when when a game like uh, I don't know, maybe like the new, maybe the new Spider Man or maybe mm. the new I, I can't Star think of Wars. any. Yeah, sh- sure. Like I, th- I think there's gonna be like some other sure. <laughs> game that comes out that that they're gonna just be like okay like you know we we gave Zelda we gave it the plaque a couple of years ago like let's let's do something else yeah I mean I kind of feel like we're I don't know when I was seeing the reception of Tears of the Kingdom it was so good because people were building stuff and having so much fun yeah so I can really see like a lot of people being like and it, plus it was very highly anticipated right so and I don't yeah. think it was all that disappointing like I don't think it was disappointing at all there's some stuff I may have like disagreements with about it but yeah. I think overall it really performs so I can see it winning game of the year totally 
I mean, like, I'm I'm not saying that it has no chance. It's it's probably there's a difference between like, is it the best game release this year, and like, mm-hmm. is it going to win Game of the Year? Because um, I think oftentimes, like, that th- those two are not the same, right? Okay. Like, kind of like the Oscars. Like, does the best movie always win, or does like the, you know, does the one that kind of seems popular win? I, mm. I I don't I don't know, but I I think that Breath of the Wild winning it a couple years ago maybe works against it a little bit. But I could be wrong. Who knows? Um, All right, our next sauce is actually a hot honey, and I I thought I I haven't tried this yet, but I think it would be nicer, like because it's honey, so maybe it'll be sweeter. Let's see. I don't Let's know. Which one was the really hot one that we did? We got Yeah, we got to go back to it. I think that was the Black Panther. Yeah. Okay, we'll do another. We'll do couple another Black one Panthers, <laughs> and I'm gonna put the sauce on yours. Okay. Um, all right. While you're doing that, let's uh, let's move on. Bat Rogue has a question. Where in the world is Cass? Is he dead? Did he fall in a cave and discover Termina? Is he in disguise as a Yiga? Where is Cass? Well, maybe he'll come in the DLC. I don't know. I th- there's another question in there somewhere that um, we may not get to all these questions. So just an FYI, just an FYI, um, we may save them for another episode in the future. But there was another question where it was like, how devastated were you were that Cass wasn't in this game? Yeah. I wouldn't say devastated, but I was sad. I was very sad. Like, I, I wasn't devastated at all. If I'm being honest, I just want to know why. Like, why is he gone, but his children are still in Rito Village? Um, yeah, I think Pen is, is much cooler than than Cass. Well, I mean, I, mean, I like is. Pen, but Pen, I think Cass is cooler. Pen's a cool guy. All right, let's do this. Mm. That's good. That's pretty good. Um, I feel like there's a kick after a little bit. Let's see. I think what I got of, it like right in my throat. I here? got it like right in my throat. <laughs> oh, it's but it's bad. sweet. It's sweet, but I got the pepper like right in my throat. Okay, yeah, a little something after. Mm-hmm. A little something. Um, it's good though. All right, this is from my eager eyes, and uh, they ask. After playing through both Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, do you feel the fetch quest and collectathon model is exhausted or needs refinement if it's to be a fundamental part of future Zelda installments? Uh, good question. I would say I guess I would say this, like like a lot of the side quests, and I think they kind of went uh, a step towards doing this in Tears of the Kingdom, because you have like your side adventures and your side quests. Mm-hmm. And while it, it, at times it seems like there's no rhyme or reason between the two, mm-hmm. I do think that like if you made your substantial quests, like your 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 side adventures and had your like your fetch quests at the at the bottom, I like it, it as long as you don't really miss anything by not doing them, like I think they're fine to put in. Could they be better? Yeah. 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 But I mean, I think like every Every game is gonna, like every modern game, every open world game is gonna have like some kind of element of, of those style of quests. And right. I think that's just gonna be what it is. But I think that as long as there's like substantial quests, like the uh, like the mayoral election or the um, couple of the other ones we talked about, like the, the Yiga stuff, I think it's okay. Yeah. Um, I think it, I think it depends. Like the collectathons, for sure. You just have to be the kind of there's like two different kind of people when they play yeah. Zelda games or any game really is like the kinds who likes to collect all the stuff and the kind is like eh, I don't really have to. I don't really want to. You know. Yeah. And like I like the grind to collect the stuff and I 
I mean, the formula is going to be the same no matter what. You just you collect all the stuff, and maybe the the prize at the end isn't that worth it. But like, I kind of like doing it and having that collection. But then for some people, it's like, uh, no, I don't really see the need. Yeah, I, I mean, like I I was uh, I was pretty against Koroks. Yeah. Like in, in, but I understand why they're there, and I think that they should be there in this type of game. It's just like, I wish they were maybe like. You got like a less crucial reward for doing it. Mm -hmm. It's like your your inventory space. So like maybe in terms of that, yes, uh, some refinement would be good. Um, but like I, I think like especially if you're doing like an open world game, like you need to have something to do other mm -hmm. than your your main quest and a couple like extensive side quests. So yeah, I guess the long long answer to that question is like it depends on what the future of Zelda looks like because I I do think we're maybe perhaps at like kind of a crossroads in the in the series. Like are we are we still going open world? You know, is is releasing a new game sure, every six oh, years worth it for that? I don't know. I'm pretty sure open world is here to stay. It's just like the format of it. Like, what do they do with it? Gonna be good. All right, we're back to uh, we're back to the Black Panther sauce. By the way, uh, this one our was spiciest rough. sauce. Yeah, this was the spiciest. Um, I think it would have been, like, I, I'm kind of glad we got surprised, but I, I'm like, I'm glad we get to go back and try the spiciest now. Um, okay, well, actually, this this ties in right to our next question here. So, Kay. Corey is back for another, I don't know why we let him have two questions, but uh, he <laughs> says, not so much a question, but if possible, I'd like you to, to equate the individual hot sauces to a specific Legend of Zelda character. Okay. Now... Are, are we saying that uh, the worst hot sauce is the spiciest? No, I would say this is the worst hot sauce. It didn't have any spice or, like, the flavor sucked. You're right. That's Ilya. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. The the spiciest one, um, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like uh, Tears What's... of the Kingdom Ganondorf is pretty spicy, so maybe. <laughs> He's he pretty spicy. <laughs> what What is the... The toughest boss in the series. What do we, what do we think? Toughest boss. That's hard. That's a, there's a lot of bosses in the series. Um, okay, maybe. You know what? You know what? Here, how about this? This is a hot sauce that I don't like eating, and a boss I don't like fighting is Mulgara. So this can be like the Mulgara of the Zelda series. But I like this hot sauce, and I don't like fighting Mulgara either. Wow. I'm going. You, you with, pick whoever you want. I'm going help. with Big Daddy Ganondorf for the Black Panther. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Headbam. Headbam. <laughs> we need it with water though. We got a teammate on the sidelines who's helping us out. <laughs> okay. This is from Logan. You know M. what? That didn't hit me as hard as last time. They asked. What is the hardest outfit to get in the whole game? Hardest? Um, um, I want to say all of them are all that hard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say all of them are all that hard, but there's some that took a while to get, like the the um, the sticky frog armor took me until like the end of my playthrough to get because I didn't do all of the quests for that right away. Oh, God bless you. Um, yeah, I don't know that any of them are, like, super hard either, necessarily, but, um, I think that, uh, maybe, maybe some of the DLC sauces, sauces, some of the DLC suits, <laughs> um, 
or not DLC, but like the the amiibo ones and like the uh, you know th- those those sorts. Because like I couldn't find those guys that hang out at the caves until like forever. They were just oh, like the... some random cave. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this one does hit a little after too. Can I get another napkin? Oh. Cat is taking care of us. Yeah. Thank you, Cat. She's yeah. on the sidelines doing God's work here. Um, okay. What was the question? <laughs> the hardest. The hardest one to get. Hardest one to get. It's a difference between is it the hardest one to find or the hardest one to get? To, there's there's a difference. I think to get. You know what? There is one that was hard to get because I um I knew how I knew it was there, but I couldn't get it because it had it needed a quest to activate it. Right. And it was the um the thunder dragon is this not, outfit. This is not hitting you. No, oh, it is. I mean, I'm tearing up a little bit. Me, me too. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> Uh, okay. I feel like my lips are probably like the size of blimps over here, but uh. Uh, let's let's move on. Uh, <laughs> this is from Emoot. Don't touch your eyes. <laughs> I, 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 I went like this, like Pan's Labyrinth. It's okay. <laughs> About the story of Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild, the story felt disconnected and far. But I can't do this. You gotta read this. I'm gonna fuck a part of it. All right, cat, you're up. <laughs> Oh. All right, very last one. Very, very last, last question. One. About the story of Tears of the Kingdom, in Breath of the Wild, the story felt disconnected and far. It felt like a muffled cry in a room that was made of doors. You didn't feel any need or want to save the princess. You didn't feel any connection to the characters or story. In Tears of the Kingdom, do you still feel the same way? Ooh. Do you feel the need to go and find Zelda to save Hyrule from the Demon King? Do you feel like you're, quote, in the story? Do oh my. you feel fully engaged? Oh my god, it keeps going. Alright, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. That's enough. Do we feel um, connected to the story and the need to save Princess Zelda? Of course. Of yeah, course. of course. I had that. What I had to do actually was hold myself back because I was like, I really want to explore as much of the world as possible, do as much of the side quests as possible before I go save Zelda. So I was like, part of me really wanted to go find her and finish the story, but the other part was like, was like, no, let's not like rush it. You know, I wanted to take right. my time. Right. Um. I I agree. Um. Okay. Let's. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's move on. <laughs> This is from uh, this is from Twitter. This is from uh, Spamaman, our pal. Who in the Zelda universe would you most like to sit down with and have a beer? Ooh. Ooh. Ganondorf. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I don't think that would uh, go very well. <laughs> you know what? I you know who would be probably a good drinking buddy is Pira because she's just nuts. Yeah, I know. That's a good answer. I think Pira would be like the kind of you like you wake up the next morning and be like, "What the f happened? I don't remember anything." <laughs> That's a good answer. Um, I wish I would have thought of that first. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't. Uh, let's see. I think that if if I were to go out and I were to sit Was down, this just Legend of Zelda or Tears of the Kingdom? No, anybody. Oh. Anybody. Hmm. If I if I were to say if I were to call Vadi, be like, "You want to grab a beer? Let's <laughs> talk about what's going. Why are you acting like this?" What? <laughs> I I I think I can fix him. <laughs> I think I think that something happened. I think Ezlo, there's more to him than we know. Okay. Oh, okay. I think maybe he did something to to Vadi. Maybe he said something rude or something like that, right? And and that's why Vadi. I think if we just had a nice night out, or maybe we could talk it out. Maybe you, you could fix him. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I I think I think I could do that. 
So, um, okay. We only have uh, we only have two wings left here, Al. Let's do it. Should we do? Okay, let's have the let's have the audience choose for us. Do we do another Black Panther, or do we do a mix of like all of them? You know, let's do a mix of Black Panther and the Tiger. Okay, and maybe like two or three or four more. Oh my um, god! Second follow-up question. <laughs> okay, to that. so we're just gonna die. I think this one is more so for me. Um, if you had to choose between a hundred percenting Triforce heroes or Metroid Other M, which would you choose? Gun to your head scenario. Uh, it's Metroid Other M every day. Every day. I, I am sorry to say. Um, because, you know what? I've softened on Triforce Heroes. Just a tad. Just a touch. It's fun when you play it with friends. In a very, very specific set of circumstances, it is, it's passable. It's, it's okay. You know? Okay. But uh, Other, Other M is, is, mostly, is mostly fine. Mostly fine. We're making oh, a concoction. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't do it, though. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think this is mostly for you. Okay. This is for Mac. How does Andy make his voice so incredibly loud for the hello at the start, then keep it at normal volume for the rest of the show? You have to watch the when we are streaming on Twitch every Sunday at Twitch backslash, I don't know, forward slash to Zelda cast, whatever it is. Um, <laughs> Long way to go, Al. <laughs> uh, Andy does this thing where he like gears up and he like like shakes himself out and he like you know does a couple coughs, a couple like like mouth exercises. Yeah, exactly. And then and then you can like see the build. You could see him like take that breath. And I usually like am like ready to cover <laughs> my ears. And then he he does it. So I mean, that, you just have to come watch it. Uh, it's truly a thing <laughs> of, of beauty, isn't it? Oh, the tiger sauce. Okay, I'm yeah, not let's, touching let's that. Let's get a few more here. I'm not now. touching that tequila sauce. That was gross. Yeah, no. Let's get the the this, slap your mama sauce. That, that one was, was nice. Good. This yeah. one came after the real thing. Hey, don't you're messing with my concoction here. No, it's all good. Um, okay, so let's keep on going here. Um, oh, this is a good question from it, Quantum Dog. So horrible. This is like an inside baseball question. Oh, um, okay. What is your favorite type of episode to make for the Zelda cast rankings? Retrospectives, discussions. I like retrospectives. I think, um, especially because like we've done a few where it's been like twenty years. Like Majora's Mask retrospective was really fun, right? Because it, there's so much time between when the game came out or when you first played it, and um, and then now, like, does it hold up? Do you still enjoy the story? It does it have a lot of replayability? Does like I don't know, just how much has it hold up, held up in the Zelda series? So I really like those. Those are my favorite to talk about. Um. I, well, I, for one, I really like Q&A episodes <laughs> like we're doing right now. Yeah, that makes it. That's easy. Because it's like you guys make the show for us. You know, we didn't talk about this one. This one was called The Scorned Woman. It, it wasn't very spicy. I guess she's not that mad. I guess not. Do All you right. want it on yours? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Come on. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Q&A episodes are, are really fun. Um, you know, like like top tens. Whoops. <laughs> top tens are always I already put it on mine. <laughs> You're just washing off all the other hot sauces. You're fine. Uh, top, top tens are always really fun to do uh, because, and in fact, uh, a cheap plug here, but ZeldaCast is now on Patreon. We have a bonus series specifically called Top Tens where we just this rank stuff, and it's 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 a good time. It's an excuse to talk about different things. Um, the soupy. Yeah, this, this is this is a chicken wing here. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, I, I think those episodes are really fun, and I would say, uh, you know, I I like. Uh, I like uh, like retrospectives as well when it's yeah. about a game that you might not have otherwise like like when we did the the tingle retrospective like I, if, well, if not when for you this did the tingle well, retrospective. Okay. like I would have never played that game if not for you know this show. yeah that's true um, okay 
Uh, okay, let's go. Majora Master, what has your favorite music piece in Tears of the Kingdom been so far, and why is it Colgaris theme? Oh, okay, yes. Well, first of all, that is an awesome theme. <laughs> There's a couple others that are great, but are we going to do this first? Yeah, let's do okay. it. Okay. <laughs> oh my Here we are. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, <laughs> why did we do oh. that? <laughs> he goes in for more. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the question was music. I like Hyrule Castle. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the fan? <laughs> the fan. We got a cute little hand fan. Oh. I don't know. I can't open it. I get my fingers in shaking. Oh my god. Thank you. <laughs> Does this pick up on the? So I, I think, I think Ooh. the the Hyrule Castle theme is pretty good. <laughs> it's uh, it's got like the the breakdown part in it, which is good. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think that's okay. the one. I really like Colgara, obviously. Uh, Dragonhead Island. Oh, the Lightning Temple's cool. The Lightning Temple's cool. Uh, um. <laughs> I can't think of others. Oh, you, we were talking about this upstairs, actually, of the or maybe down here. I don't know. The uh, when you're fighting the constructs in the shrines, the little bop that plays is really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> um, we have a we have a donation too, by the way, that we should uh, that we should read off here. If if I could pass that back to you, Cat. Thank you for all your help. Um, oh my God, I like this question here. Uh, this is from Quigs. What picture did you hang on your wall in your house in Tears of the Kingdom? Ooh, can you guess mine? <laughs> no. <laughs> I did the cherry blossom tree at sunset from Satori Mountain. I, I did the, um, if you go to the Hateno school, there's a, a little picture that the kids drew of, like, Link and, and all the, the kids and stuff. I took a picture of that and put it on my wall because I thought it was cute. Mm -hmm. um, you still have the uh, the champion's ballad picture in your house, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Oh, my. Yeah. Well, we made all of our, we made it through our chicken wings at least, so that's good. Yeah. Um, okay, we got time like for, for a few more here. Um, Torin Gaming. What do you think about the ancient hero's aspect? Do you believe it is a fitting reward and why? Also, is there any evidence that the ancient hero was a Zonai? Okay, spoiler alert. The ancient hero is like, spoiler alert. The ancient hero, I, I thought the ancient hero was Raru, was it not? No, I don't think so. No, he's dead when that calamity stuff happens. Okay, well who else is the ancient hero? Like, are they talking about the hero from from the calamity. So when sword? when I got that, I you look at him and he looks just like the tapestry from the um from Breath of the Wild, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Um I don't know oh. if it's like a link from the past, a link from the past. Um you know, like another link just like there was another princess. Oh. Um but it makes you wonder if it's a Zonai because didn't Gandorf say in Tears of the Kingdom that Rauru and Minoru are the only Zone that remain in Hyrule? And then they both die, so... Um, yeah. I, I th well, first of all, let's answer that question. I, I thought that it was a cool reward. Yes, it was um, a very cool reward. I thought it was awesome. I, I like, kind of, like, was like, oh, this is cool! <laughs> I was like, I either want, like, a really cool outfit, 
or I want like a really cool unbreakable weapon. And we got a cool outfit. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's it's a little bit too hard to upgrade for my liking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it I is. I wish it was easy. Yeah. But uh, but I do like that. Um, and then, yeah, like I, I think that uh, I assume that this was a Zonai hero and not the one that we saw in Breath of the Wild. So I was kind of like, this must have been like Raru's old digs or something like that. Mm-mm. No, I don't think so. Uh, and when I first got it, too, I, I was... I wondered why does he look a little like Ganondorf with like the red hair and the tail and like uh, the the headpiece he's got on looks like Ganondorf's headpiece. So I was like kind of sus about that. I was like, this looks a, this looks a little like Ganondorf a little bit. What's that about? Uh, yeah, a little. Okay, this is a great question. This is from Nathan. If you were a Yiga clan member <laughs> and wanted to get the jump on Link, what would you disguise yourself as besides a besides I don't know some kind of tree? And uh, how would you get the jump on him? So I would simply disguise myself, Al, as the guy who is trying to hold up the sign for Hudson. Because you that see, that is a good one. You see this bloke like like fifty times in this game, and each time you're you're doing stuff, you're distracted, you're building stuff, you're very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But if I was if I was a Yiga Clan member, I would simply warp and get into my Yiga Clan thing and be like ha ha, and and take my eight blade sword and like. Well, while Link is making an elaborate con- contraption. Okay. Got it. Okay. You that makes like sense. That? No, that's a very good answer because he's all over the place. Um, I maybe I'll just like take some low hanging fruit off of your answer and be like a, a Korok, like a Korok puzzle, and you solve the Korok puzzle because you think you're gonna get a Korok instead of you clan guy. <laughs> My friend yeah. is over there, <laughs> and I walk over, and it's like die. It's a it's a pit. And there's leaves over the pit. <laughs> and because I am a Yiga clan member, I can just like poof and, mm-hmm. you know, do do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. This is from Quakes. Do you think the depths are something we will see in future Zelda games? Will we see the Termina depths, the Labrinia depths, uh, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera? No. No, I no. don't think so. I think the depths were pretty... Like, when you when you think about it, they were so connected to the surface that they're pretty set in, like, this Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom duology. I don't think we'll see them again. It's kind of like the Breath of the Wild's version of the Dark World, I would say. You know? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Um, all right, this is from B-Dog, as my nose is just pouring air. Oh, my God. <laughs> what do you hope... Uh, for the next Zelda game to be style-wise, so like cartoony, realistic, eight-bit, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, I, I feel like I feel like we've kind of taken a shot or two at Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild here on this podcast. So my answer is this: I love the art style yeah. of those games, like the like the Studio Ghibli kind of look. Mm-hmm. I think it's incredible. I think and I, I think it's so fitting of uh, you know of, of Zelda. So yeah. I, I would be okay. I mean, granted, is that style, like, kind of ingrained with, like, open-world Zelda now? Probably. Um, but I would be okay to see that in, like, a more... Like, let's say let's say you saw Ocarina of Time in, like, that that style. I, I think that'd be great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I'm almost down for anything, though, to be honest. I wouldn't mind getting another, like... Um, I know the, the 2DS and the 3DS family is kind of done for it, but I wouldn't mind getting another, like, a new Zelda game in that vein, in the vein of those games. Not like a remake. Of- you're, you're talking like a link between worlds. Yeah, stuff like that. 
Nah. I I miss the Zelda games. Like I I would I wouldn't mind them coming. It's been like over. Hold on. Are you talking Are you talking that style of game? That's that art style specifically for a Link Between Worlds. No, that style of game. Oh, then yes, yes. Yeah, because I feel like you know all we've really had since you know a Link Between Worlds has been like remakes. And you know while I would like an uh, Oracle's remake, I would kind of like something new in that vein. Right. Um. But as far as like the next main giant console game. Um, I wouldn't mind like a mix of like I really like the direction they were going, the hyper realistic direction they were going. Well, I shouldn't say hyper, but of Twilight Princess, it's just that it kind of fell flat, um, literally. <laughs> like a lot of the a lot of the pixelation was really flat, but I think we could go back in that direction, and I think that would be really fun because there's some like really cool, very realistic looking games out there. You know, like um, like Horizon, like a Horizon looking Zelda game. I was I was about to make a joke, but I, I actually have a serious answer for that. And I think that I would say this, like unless you're like really, really committed like to, to being like a just a top of the line, like you're gonna pump the money in to make those graphics look as, yeah. as like unless you're like Metroid Prime HD. Like I, I think that what serves Zelda better in my opinion is like style over like hyper realistic, like hardware, mm-hmm. you know, to the max kind of a, a graphical presentation. Um but I mean, like that being said, I think you can do anything well, right? Like I could see like something similar to Final Fantasy looking too would be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I just I like the way that they like the way that they look, and I think it would be kind of cool to look at a different art style like that because usually we've seen like the cartoon stuff, and we've seen I think Breath of the Wild and Tears does a really good job with their art style, but I wouldn't mind seeing like a little bit of evolution there. Um, because I've been playing the Oracle games uh, a little bit. I would say, uh, very specifically, I would love... You know how in the Oracle games, like, the opening cutscenes have those, like... Uh, they're, they're not quite anime, but they're not... They're, they're unlike anything else. And I think that if they ever remade those games, they should do, like, the whole game in mm-hmm. that art style. I think that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a donation to read here. This is from Mom and Dad T. Great job, Andy. Uh, so this is my uh, this is my mother and father-in-law. Aww. So thank you for watching. Uh, miss you guys. See you. See you when I get back. If I make cute. it back, <laughs> we'll see. So cute. Um, so yeah, they they know twenty bucks. So thank you so much. <laughs> uh, let's keep going here. We got time for for a few others here. Um, so let's see what else we got. And like I said, we're not gonna be able to get to all of them, but we'll we'll try our best here. Um, okay, let's uh, let's do this one. Let's do this one. This is from B Dog. What arm ability would you prefer to have in real life, and why? <laughs> you know what? I would want fuse because, like, I'm short. So if I could like fuse things to other things and like be able to reach stuff, that would be kind of cool. Or like, <laughs> I don't know. Just I think fuse would be really cool. Um, okay, so my answer would have been would have been recall if you just like if it rewound time, like all of time, so I could like. If I were like, like doing guess that Zelda tune and then got every answer wrong, which is what <laughs> happened yesterday, and I could recall and be like, "Oh, I know that it's a Tano Village, uh, it, like midday." I like would, three I would houses, yeah, rewind yeah. time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I would do that, but, but like for important stuff. So like, um, but but it, since it, since, it, since it doesn't do that, let's see. I think I think being able to ascend through ceilings would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, especially here in this house where, like, like currently in the, we're in the depths, if right? I go so to if bed, we could, like, yeah, if we could just ascend straight to the to yeah. the sky from here, that'd be great. Um, this is another one from B Dog. If there was ever a Hyrule Warriors version of Tears of the Kingdom, I'm thinking the founding of Hyrule, where you can play as Raru or whoever, would you play it? Well, I mean, obviously we would we would yeah. have to play it. 
Well, yeah. Like, Let, would you enjoy playing? Yeah, it? let's let's re reword that question a little bit. Um, I I mean I think I would. However, I do have a slightly bad taste in my mouth from Age of Calamity, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But but the to game be fair, is really fun. That's not because the game. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the game is fun. Yeah. Um, it's just the the story, and 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 you know what. Not even the story, but like the the marketing, really, because they they kind of promised one thing, and then it it wasn't exactly that. It wasn't not that, but it it wasn't. No, that. well, what they said is like, do you want to see what happened a hundred years ago? And it wasn't what happened a hundred years ago. It was an alternate telling of what happened, like it, not even an alternate telling, an alternate reality. That's right. And so that's which is fine. Like if they said if they said something of that nature, like hey, like like here's a different telling of what happened a hundred years ago. Great, I think that story was actually kind of fun. But since they told us, you're gonna get learn more about which is what we wanted after Breath of the Wild. We were kind of like, what really happened a hundred years ago? Because these memories aren't cutting it. So I was really looking forward to seeing that. And in fact, like you saw that, but in this alternate reality where everything is fine. Um. Yeah. I so I, that doesn't even answer the question. Would I play a Tears of the Kingdom Hyrule Warriors? Yes. Yeah. And I think that as long as they market it okay and tell the truth about like what happens in the game, great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. This is the last one. This is a great question. Are okay. you ready for this? Okay. Uh, this is from our pal Ocarina Holder 52. Should Link and Zelda passionately smooch at the end of the threequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild? First of all. If they make a threequel, if they make a threequel, I don't know. Man, oh man, that's, I don't think that's gonna work well. Let's let's take the spirit of this question. He's obviously being a bit facetious, but like mm-hmm. you know, we we've kind of talked about it. Uh, we've had a, a couple of people say like you know, I'm invested in this relationship. Like, should they just like forget the ambiguity? Should they should they do it? Like, should they just be like okay? Let me rephrase that. Let's get rid of the ambiguity. Should they should they, should they pull the trigger on them as a couple? <laughs> God. Oh boy. Should they do it? <laughs> One night in Hyrule. <laughs> Listen, like Oh my god. Um First of all, I don't think they could. They got away with giving us a very similar game with Tears of the Kingdom. I don't think they could do it again. So threequel is not where it's at. But, you know, I wouldn't mind a game in the future where it's not ambiguous, where it's not, like, implied. Because it is pretty implied in Tears. Like, it's, it looks like it's leading up to something in Breath of the Wild, and then Tears, you're like, hmm, Zelda's living in Link's house, you know? So, yeah. so you kind of question all things. All of his swords are gone, all of his bows and shields are gone. <laughs> Zelda's living in that house. <laughs> She's made herself cozy. She's made herself at home. But then Link goes and builds another house, so it makes you really think about it. Um... <laughs> That's his vacation house. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like it, it would be nice if it wasn't implied. I don't necessarily about like get into the shipping of um stuff in Zelda, but like I can feel it between. Yeah. Like I feel the connection between these two in Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. So it'd be nice to kind of get a game in the future where it's not just a feeling. Yeah, you know what? I, I was okay with uh, with Skyward Sword and, and the way that they their presentation with it. Like, mm-hmm. I think it wasn't like overtly stated, and you didn't overtly see it, but it was it was more than implied, mm-hmm. right? Like, and it, there was uh, moments in that game where like you were just like, oh, oh my god, they're gonna they're gonna smooch, right? And, and I think that that like I think that that's fine. Like, I, yeah. I, I think if they wanted to do that, like that that's fine. And, and I think that 
you know, like, I guess, like, why not, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's, there's a lot of people, like, I, like I'm not really, like, a uh, one for shipping myself, but, like, also, like, I would say that I, I was invested in those two characters in Skyward Sword because I thought that they told a really good story with those, yeah. you know, with those iterations of those characters. So, I think that, like, you got to tell the story to justify doing it. You shouldn't just do it, you know, to, to do it. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, but, yeah, like, I, I think that... Uh, I, I, they haven't, they haven't like fully went there, and I'm not sure what's stopping Nintendo from doing that. Um, I, I think that they could probably do that in the future. Yeah, so, I agree. There we go. Um, okay, well, we made it. We survived. We made it. We got some Pepto Bismol. Yeah. Uh, that's gonna be our next hot sauce. I think I'm good. Yeah, me too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll just keep it though. Okay. So uh, yeah, we <laughs> we made it through. We ate. Uh, we ate lunch. That was nice. Yeah. Uh, we got to have lunch together. That's, yeah, that's cool. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've been hanging out for a couple of days. Are you are you sick of me yet? Or no? We'll see. Not yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we haven't played Skyward Sword together yet, so I guess we'll see. <laughs> and that's coming up later tonight. So there you go. Um, there is lots of time left in the Zelda Dungeon Marathon. We've got a whole other week of activities and events and shenanigans and fun. Mm-hmm. And um, on on our podcast side, we're going to be meeting in person with another Zelda podcast. That is coming tomorrow. We've got both uh, David and Katie coming over, so mm-hmm. very excited about that. We're going to do um, some some cool stuff together. And, uh, and yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, we are going to get out of here. You're going to see us again in, in a few short hours playing Skyward Sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're listening on podcast form, uh, please check out the Zelda Dungeon Marathon. We're live over on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Zelda Dungeon. We're going all week. We are raising money for No Kid Hungry. Uh, we've raised, uh, I can't even see now, but you guys have been super generous. So, uh, we're, we're doing great and uh, we want to keep it going. So, uh, if you're able and you're, uh, and you're willing, uh, we would love if you could help us in our, in our, you know, mission to, to help, uh, and, and hunger. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, check us out over on, uh, on the marathon website over on Zelda dungeon. So there we go. Uh, okay. Well, that's it. We're going to get out of here. You know where to check us out over on, uh, over on well, first of all, Twitch forward slash ZeldaCast. You can see us. We usually stream over there, but yep. today we're on we're on the big channel, so yeah. that, that's nice. Um, and you can check us out over on Twitter. I'm at Spateri316. Al, Alice, Alice and Aletha, <laughs> and we are at the ZeldaCast. Of course, wherever you get your podcast, like, subscribe, recommend us to that Zelda fan in your life. Uh, we will see everybody next week for uh, for a fun episode that mm-hmm. we got. Uh, okay, we are out of here, but we will be back in Zelda action later tonight. Thanks for watching.